0: a peaceful lake, just below the surface, a killer waits.
1: Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan.
0: And I'm Sergio.
1: And we are back in action, just like the Looney Tunes. Uh, We're going to be talking about the late, late sequel, Lake Placid 2. But
0: first, let's do 10-word reviews of movies that we watched in the past week. Okay, so I'll start us off with Wine Country, a full-body film with women and wine. Not much substance and a forgettable aftertaste. Ooh.
1: And my review is a yawning gulf between cast quality and movie quality. <laughs> Good.
0: Uh, long shot. Uh, words cannot articulate this film's comedic chemistry beyond go see it. Ooh. And my review is
1: nothing but respect for my American president.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Book smart. A cult film with heart wild, nails, heterosocial friendships. I feel like those last two words are repetitive. Whatever.
1: Uh, well, I mean, it's between two girls, so it'd still be homosocial.
0: Oh, okay. Homosocial. Whatever.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, my review of Booksmart is meandering it's but... <laughs>
0: meandering <laughs> but sweet with an authentic contemporary voice. Also queer. Yeah, it's it's pretty queer. Go see it if you like the queers. <laughs> if you must. <laughs> Anyway,
1: so um, let's uh, let's talk about the plot of Lake Placid too, shall we?
0: Must we? I mean, that's kind of what we're here for, isn't it? I guess. Would we... you rather talk about something else? We can talk about the word betwixt and betweenst No, that's... and how they're very similar. That's an
1: inside joke for something that happened slightly before recording that no one would care about because it's not that funny. I think you said it yourself because I made it into a joke, and you were like, "I'm tired of this." Okay, continue, Brennan. Okay. suspecting that another giant croc has begun to wreak havoc on the populace. Lake Placid's easygoing sheriff, James Riley, played by John Snyder of Dukes of Hazzard, Mm -hmm. which we learned because of IMDb, and a beautiful fish and wildlife agent, Sarah LaFleur, must form an uneasy alliance with a cocky big-game hunter, Sam McMurray, and his guide, Joe Holt, to capture the beast. I need to breathe, okay. Meanwhile, Meanwhile... Riley's rebellious young son, Chad Collins, sets out on a lakeside camping trip with the locals, including a hottie named Carrie, Alicia Ziegler, and finds he has to fight for his life or become the crocodile's next meal. But only crazy croc-loving Sadie, Cloris Leachman, knows that these predators have multiplied and are determined
0: to consume the whole town, one bite at a time. One bite at a time. I can't believe that... The crocs are, like, determined to consume the whole town. They don't get very far into the town. Well, no, because the town is just come- flocking to the lake to be devoured by the crocs. Mm. See, this is really one of those, like... Oh, my God. This movie is a modern-day uh, chainsaw massacre. In With which people the... just
1: wandering into danger and yeah.
0: being just eviscerated. Yeah, exactly. This movie is so... It pays homage to the greats of yesteryear. Yeah. I love it. It, it also pays homage...
1: To Lake Placid by being basically an exact remake of Lake Placid.
0: <laughs> yes, but with cheaper CGI, with cheaper CGI, and just more of everything. Mm-hmm. So there's more gore, much like there was in the original Texas Chainsaw, and less CGI. Or there less was almost CGI. no
1: gore in the original Texas Chainsaw.
0: Um, don't you
1: dare! It fight was implied with me about gore. Texas Chainsaw implied gore. Uh huh. Okay.
0: Um, much like it was implied that these people died, but they really were actors, and they. Oh my God, don't if you're you're really reaching for this one. um, I need to make this film interesting to me on some level. so I know it's annoying you that I'm comparing the two. Well no no, no. um the thing that should because you're interested in the original Lake Placid, right? Yeah, this is just that. We've
1: got the Oliver Platt character, but instead of some weird obsessed professor, he's just like a rich billionaire hunter guy. Um, I don't see it. Bridget Fonda is our fish and wildlife person who, first of all, is way more qualified to deal with this than Bridget Fonda was as a museum employee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's true. And then we've got uh, whatever the sheriff dude who's supposed to be. Who is the dude from last one? For some reason, my brain's telling me it was Tom Jane. It couldn't have been Tom Jane, was it?
0: Like, I'm going to remember his name. OK. Um, I don't um, even remember what the sheriff looked like in this one or the previous one in the previous one. OK. I know that the one from this movie is Smallville. Uh, Yeah, and Dukes of Hazzard, and
1: you were very into him, I might add. I don't recall. Uh, You liked his beautiful curly blonde hair that was cascading down his shoulder. Not down, down his forehead. (laughs) His shoulder? (laughs) He's not Fabio. (laughs) And the uh, the sheriff in the first one was Bill Pullman. Okay. Yeah, you know what? That explains why I forgot about him. Because while I do
0: find him almost inexplicably irresistible, I also, he's not that interesting. He's basic. (laughs) Yeah. So, Brennan, we normally rate our movies on campiness, scariness, effects, and overall quality score. That's true. So, what do you give it in terms of scariness?
1: I'm going to give it – you know what? I want to hear what you have to say first. I asked the question. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I'm giving it two out of five. Okay. But the reason is a joke. I'm just preparing you now. (laughs) The existential dread of this movie is that no matter how far you run, you will never be more than, like, 20 feet from the lake shore. Okay. Because I think um, this movie did not film in Maine. It filmed in Bulgaria. Ooh. So I think the only location they had was the lake and a house about, you know, 80 feet off the lake. Mm-hmm. So every time – like – Um, The two kids, they're running away from... They see two crocodiles. They're running and running. They spend the night in a tree. They run some more. And then they turn around and the lake is like six feet behind them. And then at the end, spoiler alert, when all four of the crocodiles have been exploded and died and everything, um, John Schneider drives them all away and drops off the kids to safety. And the lake is... In the background, like 20 yards behind them. I'm like, please go into town. <laughs> like the crocodiles, if there are more, and there certainly are because there are four more of these movies, mm-hmm. if the crocodiles can just just disco right on up there, no problem. Like no need for Postmates. You're just right there. Mm-hmm. Like you are the corner store to them and they could just walk right up out of the lake. Mm-hmm. It is
0: terrifying. Okay. That's a good point uh i love that you mentioned your pretty much your biggest complaint with this movie right <laughs> yeah. off the bat
1: the lake's always in the background even in
0: town well you know maybe it represents the fact that this lake um and the commerce that it brings to this town is really inescapable you know like in the way that the church is in almost every shot in spotlight true this is their church they pray to the crocs <laughs> um especially for you're Cloris leachman um, who loves those those gator kids
1: um, I-, I love my green
0: dry babies. Mhm. Um I'm giving this movie a 1. Yeah. 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 Cuz <laughs> it deserves a 1. It was no no scary. It was not scary at any point. Um uh yeah, just <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> okay, what what about campiness? Campiness it gets a 4. Ooh. Ooh. I'm, like, hesitant to give it such a high score, and especially because it's just the first sequel so early on, but Look, it was pretty it silly. There, there's a whole scene that exists just for, like, the Books. dumbness of the movie. Yeah.
1: You're talking about the three porn actors from Bulgaria who show up and interact with no other characters in the movie and get eaten by
0: the crocodile? Immediately. So these two scantily clad women go into the lake and then start undressing and, like, were they making out with one another or just touching really? They weren't doing either of those things. Um, They were just topless. No, I think they were like touching one another because the guy was going to go join them. I'm pretty sure they were just skinny dipping. I think they were like it was implied that they were going to do something okay i think so we're gonna we watch that scene okay um i have the dvd right here and uh he like is like running to go join them but then like in the time he takes off his shirt they're both dead uh
1: and my favorite part is you know how something like gory and gross always washes up to imply that um you know the person is dead uh-huh. at this t- this time it's just a bra
0: <laughs> yeah um and he and he dies not long after
1: that is true. So, um, also, this movie is very pornish, and that the guys are super schlubby, and the ladies are all just like knockouts with huge boobs. Mm-hmm. It's annoying.
0: Yeah, it's very of the era. It's very mid two thousands. It seems like it's kind of a knockoff American Pie movie, almost. Except if Jason Biggs were eaten by a croc.
1: I mean, would not the movies be better for this? <laughs> you know what? Okay, who who in American Pie would you want to get eaten by
0: a croc? um i mean stifler right no i like stifler you mean like like of the five dudes chris klein but he's so cute he's attractive but his character never did anything for me
1: no but he sang a song
0: and he fell in love with wasn't it mina savari yeah you're the theater geek in here not me yeah i have no need for that but i do I'm believe i'm the in unrepentant magic. jock
1: i would have it eat the one who's not finch though because i know nothing about him
0: Who's not Finch? Yeah, the one who's oh! not Finch
1: or Jason Biggs.
0: Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's like, who even is that guy?
1: The Tara Reed. Is his
0: name Kevin? Tara Reed's oh, yeah, um, boyfriend. She could be. Too. Yeah, both of them. Both of them could fit in this movie, honestly. I'm expecting to see them in a sequel.
1: I mean, she's done 8 million Sharknado movies at this point, and yeah. sci-fi ex- has pretty much exclusive rights to Lake Placid, so it might happen. Mm. Anyway, um, my campiness score is a three. Like, I am right in there with you on this movie being, like, trashy and, like, silly. My favorite camp moment is um, this this one dude. He's going up to, you know, they've tranquilized the crocodile. He's going to, like, tie up its muzzle. And the lady's like, no, let me do this. I'm the wildlife person. He's like... Hold on, honey. This is a man's job, Mm. and of course he gets eaten because crocs are feminists. Mm -hmm. And but then this other guy that's with them just gets so frightened by this scene that he falls over backwards and hits his head and dies. Mm. (laughs) And like he didn't even get eaten. (laughs) I
0: don't know. That was the dumbest death, honestly. And then what's even worse is that she kind of has like she feels bad about it for the longest in the movie. It really impacts her. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, like none of the other deaths impacted you at all. No,
1: yeah. I mean, and I did count. There are 12 deaths in this movie, and then four crocodile deaths on top of that. Mm -hmm. This movie really is the, you know, sequel's got to have more ethos.
0: Mm -hmm. I Uh, do love the deaths that involve the doc just because they're so dumb.
1: Oh, you mean like because people just keep getting pushed off into the crocodile's mouth or whatever? Uh-huh.
0: So Cloris Leachman has a dock off her house.
1: Again, she is the Betty White of this movie. She's literally playing Betty White's sister who I guess moved into her house.
0: Yeah. Um. And so she like feeds a journalist at one point to the crocs. Yeah. She tries to feed the kids Um. Yeah, to the crocs. Um, but there's some unfortunate effects or not effects but some un- unintended consequences to that. Because she gets eaten instead. She gets eaten instead, and that's so funny. Don't bite just, the hand that feeds you. Crocs. I found that so funny. That was funny. Did you, did you like Cloris Leachman more or Betty White more
1: in this role?
0: I like Cloris Leachman more, but that's because I grew up with Cloris more than I grew up with Betty. What did you grow up with her in? Mike, uh, Michael, uh, Malcolm in the Middle.
1: Oh, she was in that. Yeah, or she played she...
0: like the foreign grandmother. Oh, okay. Honestly, she might have been from Bulgaria. I think like that I mean, was a maybe, joke. Maybe Bulgaria is her
1: exclusive purview. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I liked her more than Betty White as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just not because I dislike Betty White, but Betty White's character was so vulgar, just beyond the point of reason. Like, it's just such a poorly written character. Mm-hmm. And this character is more salty and less vulgar. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just a crazed mad woman. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, Do you want to watch the movie that has both of them in it? Oh, uh you something you you again again? yeah not really but we can okay good um top off this this marathon uh
1: but speaking of things that are the exact same as the previous movie again someone posits that the initial underwater attack may have been a bear and I'm like, okay, what, what
0: bears are scuba diving under the water and dragging people beneath Lake Placid? There's an epidemic happening in West Hollywood where the bears are doing that. I just want you to know. Oh, no, at all the pool parties. Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, also, I just want to share one line that I really, really liked. Um, because, of course, the hot girl, the hot towny girl that the sheriff's son is in love with, she has a terrible boyfriend named Thad who's always wearing a tank top. Mm-hmm and he says something insulting to Thad, and Thad snarls back with, don't start something you can't finish. It'll be your darkest hour. Yeah. And I'm like, he's not Winston Churchill's son.
0: <laughs> Thad's character was way over the top, and so annoying. He exists only to be eaten. I mean, much like a lot of other characters in Oh, Europe. yeah.
1: No, look, you're supposed to hate him so much you want him to die, and it mm-hmm. works. Yeah.
0: Um, Although I do think he was kind of funny and probably more charismatic than some of the other characters in this movie.
1: Probably. But here's the thing. Look, while I disliked a lot of the characters here or just found them bland, I did not dislike them less. Or wait, I did not dislike them as much as I disliked the original characters in the first movie Mm -hmm. that we are supposed to like. Mm -hmm. Like, I hated Bridget Fonda. I hated the sheriff. Oliver Platt is an abomination in that movie. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, so these people were, you know... Slightly better, even though I still hated
0: them. So I was like, all right, <laughs> I can live with this. Yeah. And this movie did one up the first one in that it had color.
1: What? Oh, oh you, you mean, mean a, actor of an color? African-American person? Yeah. Um, <sighs> <the laughs> it is not ours to ask whether he was well served by this movie, but the answer no. is no.
0: <laughs> no. He was pretty much treated like a, a, an indentured servant.
1: Yeah. It was It was a mess. Mm. Anyway, what's yeah. your effect score for like Placid 2?
0: effects three okay i'm giving it a two okay just because
1: the crocodile half
0: the time just looks like a gummy bear yeah it looks super fake it looks so bad it looks honestly like rex from toy story
1: it does yeah oh my god
0: so that exact same color and all um so i think i'm giving it a three only because like, sequels tend to get worse with CGI, not better. Of course. Uh, so, I'm thinking, like, this is probably going to be a, a, the, the, the best-looking the, the that they're going to look. So, I was like, I might as well give them a three, because it's only going to be worse from here on out.
1: Uh-huh. And, look, while the effects are not well-achieved, there were more of them, which I always appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um look, A lot there, of explosions. There were a lot of those. Um but also the thing is, one thing, I mean, you know, they're constantly upping the ante. The first movie had two crocodiles, and that was the twist. Mm-hmm. And the twist in this movie is that just, they just keep adding one crocodile yeah. like, every 25 minutes.
0: <laughs> you and, think
1: you're safe? Not yet. Yeah. And then by the end, um, the fourth crocodile shows up, and John Schneider's like, there's a fourth crocodile? And the kid's like, yeah, dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pay attention. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> there's never not more crocodiles. Yeah, wasn't the like dumb part of that scene that he just saw the croc and he was still shocked that there was a fourth one? Yeah, people cannot count in this movie. Because literally
1: the two teenagers are being chased by two crocodiles and then one of them gets killed by a grenade launcher from John Schneider. Yeah. And then John, John Schneider's like, we have to go. The other ones might be about." And you're, And it's like, yeah, we just saw the other one. And the yeah. kids fail to mention this. Uh-huh. They just always forget the second or third crocodile <laughs> uh-huh. that's pursuing them. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's insane. What other effects were there in this movie? Oh, there was um in the beginning The Jumping Fish.
1: The jumping fish were so cute. No.
0: Yeah. They reminded me of the little baby sharks in Deep Blue Sea too. Mm-hmm. I like them because they pretty much warned you when a croc was coming. Yeah. That happened in the first one as well, didn't it? Uh a little bit, yeah. huh. Okay, fine. Reminding me of the first one. The great I, first I mean, one. I'm sorry. No, it's okay, good. Go ahead. Um, But no, there's a part um, where
1: the original, you know, the opening scene kill happens and we just get like a couple assorted limbs on a mortuary table. Mm -hmm. And the guy who's trying to convince them that like this was a freaking crocodile and not a bear, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not a bear with a snorkel and goggles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he just picks up the leg and like brandishes it at the sheriff (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it makes the squishiest noise. It's so gross. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That was probably the best effect.
0: Okay, um, well, we're, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that I enjoyed? Um, nope, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> End of list. Yeah. So, what's your overall quality score then? A two. Fair enough. It's hard to say that this movie was good, or that you should watch it, or that I should rewatch it at any point in my life.
1: I mean, you already suggested that in the middle of this episode. So... That I would rewatch it. Yeah. Oh, just that one scene, uh-huh. not the
0: entire feature-length film. Fair enough. We were like an hour in, and we were like, "This movie just keeps going. It feels yeah, so long."
1: There really is obviously no reason to rewatch Lake Placid two, but to paraphrase someone's letterbox review that we found, it's not stopping me from watching part
0: three. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna just keep
1: on chugging. Um, I'm giving this movie a three out of five. Why? Uh, because I believe I gave the previous movie a two out of five. Mm -hmm. And again, if we don't praise this movie, we are not going to have fun the next four (laughs) times. (laughs) We have to convince ourselves that we enjoyed this one. No, the thing is, the thing is this movie is trash, Mm -hmm. but it has no pretensions about being anything other than trash. Mm -hmm. The first movie thinks it's this delightful gem of a horror comedy and it is wrong. Mm -hmm. And I despise it for that. (laughs) This movie knows what it is. And I want to embrace that self-identity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, I found the characters marginally less odious. Mm-hmm. It's a real improvement for me.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, because it's the exact same movie, but with more crocodiles. Yeah. Do you think that the other films are going to follow the same kind of format in which the townspeople inexplicably forget every time a croc appears in this goddamn lake?
1: Oh, yeah. And they They act like it's a... An ancient legend that a crocodile once roamed this lake. And it mm. was all a myth. And I'm like, that was eight years ago. Mm. Even the kids would have memories of this crocodile.
0: Yeah, that kind of thing in a small town like has lingering effects. Like You remember it for literally eons afterwards. Yeah. So I, it's so sad that they <laughs> cannot see the truth.
1: I know. Do you think the movies are going to have exponentially more
0: crocodiles? So like part three will have eight Part. I'm kind of hoping that they do. Yeah. Part the- four has sixteen, mm-hmm. and it's just gonna be like at one point it's a tornado of crocodiles. Oh, I would love that. I do know.
1: Spoiler alert for the future: we are gonna get Lake Placid versus Anaconda at one point. Really? <laughs> yes, we are. That's cool. So yeah, look forward to that.
0: How? How did the anaconda get up from South America?
1: Uh, I'm sure some sort of evil scientist of some kind. Uh
0: huh. I love that movie. Honestly, the Anaconda movies.
1: Maybe we should do them on the show at some point because yeah, I've never seen them.
0: They were so dope. J-Lo in the first one.
1: I've heard. And then they searched for like the blood orchid or whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah, the blood orchid wasn't that good, but the original one was. Okay. Um, and everyone's favorite actor, John Voight, is in it. You know, I was going to not mention him, <laughs> but yeah, he's in it. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. Do we have anything else to say about like Placid 2? No, I'm honestly more interested in talking about Anaconda at this point.
1: I mean, we'll we'll have to well, we will do it. Maybe ne- next round if we do like a trilogy again like mm-hmm. Urban Legend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else do I have? I mean, the kid we haven't talked about. He grew- kid. Oh, that teenager. Yeah. He grew up cute. I think he looks cute now. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this movie he's like if Jesse Eisenberg thought he was Ryan Philippi. <laughs> that's kind of what we're getting in this movie.
0: That was Brennan's um assumption of him. I I have no opinion on this character. Well though. no, he's dressed like Ryan Philippi in I Know We Did Last Summer. I don't remember Ryan Philippi's like exact fashion choices in that oh, movie. I do. I remember Barry. I see you. Okay. Um so yeah, Brennan likes him some Ryan Philippi. Uh maybe. I don't
1: know. I'm very i am whoa, bless you. Um, hey. <laughs> I'm very conflicted about Ryan Philippi. He is not my type, but every now and again I'm like All right. You're pretty. Yeah. He he lives in that. For some reason, I'm very into Joshua Jackson. um, And I feel like they kind of have the same. This podcast is just taking a turn. They have the same silhouette. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> what do you want me to add to that? You're right. Um, I'm going to tell you what we're watching next week. And we're also going to make our guesses. But first, here's how you can get in contact with the show. You can find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. You can email us at Scream101Podcast at com. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, give us five stars because we do not intend on stopping watching these movies. So please reward us. We need We need some sort of incentive.
0: Yeah. Please.
1: <laughs> um, also, our theme song is "A Beat for You" by Pseudo Echo. Question: Yes, if they
0: give us five stars. Are they rewarding bad behavior because we're watching bad movies?
1: Um, I mean, they are enablers, but I mean, in uh, hopefully, the theory of this podcast is that our suffering provides entertainment for
0: somebody out there. So we would like to know who you are—someone who's into like sadist podcast reviews. Oh, look, or masochistic would be masochistic because we're inflicting the, the wounds yeah. on her. Well, face. they would be a
1: sadist. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, no, look, movie podcasts are all about sadomasochism, um, especially bad movie podcasts, which we are half the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so next week, <laughs> next week we will not be a bad movie podcast because we're talking about Bride of Frankenstein from 1935. Ooh. Uh, But <laughs> before that, let's make our guesses as to what the hell's going to happen in Lake Placid 3. It's going to be in 2010. I do believe that's another sci-fi production. Um, So this is three years after this one came out. So a shorter gap than last time. What do you think is going to happen
0: in this movie? I'm sticking firm with my prediction that they will be in a tornado. (laughs)
1: Okay. Okay. But how many Crocs? I don't know. Like 10. God, that would be great. I'm going to say three. I think they're going to split the difference. Okay. Um... And do you think, how do you think the Crocs are going to arrive in town? Is it like, you know, one of the eggs has been left behind, or it's that Croc from the freeway in the first one, or just like another Croc swims up because they're like, screw it? I think it's going to be an egg. Yeah, I do agree with you. And do you think it's going to be an exact
0: remake again, or slightly different? Um, I'm hoping they'll change it up. I think because in this movie, they took a bunch of the eggs in the facility. So maybe they're oh, raising yeah. them in like a zoo or something. Oh yeah.
1: Why didn't they just smash the eggs?
0: They're like taking them in some sort of cooler to,
1: like on a two hour drive to a lab. Yeah. And she's like chirping. Yeah. And they're chirping, which means they're about to hatch. And she's like, uh, do you want to stop for dinner? And in Banger, Maine. And I'm just like, this lady's going to get eaten by baby crocodiles. They're mm-hmm. in her lab. Mm-hmm. like." I was expecting, I mean, maybe there was a post-credit sequence we missed, but I was mm. expecting them to just chew the hell through that little cooler and mm-hmm. just devour her pelvis, basically. Mm-hmm. So dangerous. Like they
0: piranhas. Yeah, basically. Little little baby teeth. Mm. Baby. Cross-touch. Okay, Brennan, we're good. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> we're not singing this song.
1: Okay. Um, well, I guess we'll see you next week then. And Until then, good luck on your journey. And stay gold, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.